I always thought that early in life, when you're first exposed to new music, old like class, classic rock. I, I hate the term classic rock, but you you're always given a choice. You're given the choice between the Beatles and the Rolling Stones. You have right. to choose a side so early in life. Like, oh, are you Beatles or Rolling Stones? Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I took the I took the the Beatles route. Same. Very same. early in life. I think we're all three on that same page. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, the Beatles just always made prettier music to me. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm kind of with Brian Jones. I kind of feel like when the Rolling Stones went away from their folk roots, their yeah. blues roots, yeah, no, it's they true. lost me a little yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. One of the nice things about the Beatles is that it's unfortunate they were only together for technically like eight years, right. like 62 to 70. A lot 70. of the fundamental yeah. bands of that time period put out a ton of music and flamed out yeah, relatively. Except for the Rolling Stones and the Who. And the Who, yeah. The and the Who Kinks. The Kinks stayed around until they they had to be put down. Yeah. Uh, the Kinks, they were in those bands that they were best, uh, like 1974 should have been when they stopped making yeah, music. agreed. Um, but the Beatles were good because they made, uh, every album they came out with was fantastic for eight years. Oh, and absolutely. then they stopped. There was yeah. no time for them to have a slow decline. Yeah, and like and I th- a third of the way through that, they stopped playing live. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Shea Stadium, what, 1965 was their yeah, last like that. concert. And I mean, a lot of those bands at the time, like it's just all killer, no filler. Mm-hmm. Like, like in my humble opinion, The Doors, like fucking six albums in four years. I know you don't like The Doors. I don't like The Doors. But like uh, Zeppelin, I mean, for all of their copyright, whatever, in, but in fucking f- like just bangers. Zeppelin did the right thing. John uh, Bottom died, J- they John fucking quit. John Bottom died and they quit. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you have yep. The Who, mm-hmm. where two of their members are dead. And it's funny with The Who, because those two members were some of the best musicians of what, what they played of in, in oh, all of rock history. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Ant Keith Whistle Moon and, 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 and Whistle. Yeah. And, um, you know, I could see, you know, hey, if Ringo died and the Beatles kept playing, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, Paul McCartney would have just played drums. <laughs> exactly. He was a better player than, yeah. Um, but wasn't man. there a story about, like, I love Ringo started pieces, but wasn't there a story of them, like, Ringo just couldn't nail a take and it, they, like, got him to leave? And what, It was, um, he couldn't, it was, I think Don't Pass Me By. They were trying to do Don't Pass Me By mm-hmm. from the White Album, the Beatles, technically. And he couldn't get it down. And I, Quincy Jones was in there. That's a black guy, right? Rashida's yeah. father. Rashida yeah. Jones' the, dad. the very old man now. Catherine oh, yeah. Zeta's father. Yeah, and he was hanging out in the studio with the boys, and Ringo went out for a cigarette to collect himself, and Quincy Jones said, hey, let me go in the drums and get get this down for him. Yeah. And then he did it, and no one told Ringo, and Ringo said, he came back in, he said, all right, I play it again, let's see how it sounds. <laughs> Australian uh, retarded Ringo Starr. And, um, right, and punching Ringo Starr. Yeah. Let's go ahead and do it now. And that's a good John Lennon. Thank you. And also George. They kind of have the same yeah, the, uh, sound very, of their voices. Like, nasally little. Yeah. But so, George was lawful good and John was chaotic evil. Yeah. Uh, John, you're a big <laughs> yeah. John Lennon fan. Uh, yeah. I I'm am. always taking that George route. George is my second favorite. Yeah. Paul's my favorite Beatle. And uh, Ringo's my call third. Me, call me vanilla, whatever. Fuck Paul McCartney. <laughs> oh, no. See, that's true. Your whole family's always been anti-Paul McCartney. Not a- My mom loves Paul McCartney. I love Paul McCartney. every fiber of my being. My mom loves Paul McCartney, and she loved wings. And, I, and my family has always been, it was John Lennon's fault. Yeah. Really, truly. Yeah. It was so, no one's fault. Well, no, it had run its course. And it was natural for creatives of that... In, like in the way that you like yeah. are constantly cruel and mean to me. People, yes. Uh it's it creative sometimes butt heads. People and, yeah. yeah, people always want to blame Yoko. That's so stupid. Yoko, I actually like Yoko kind of. She's kind of fun. She rules. She's like yeah. a weird little goblin. Yeah, exactly. You know? John Lennon used to beat her. Like yeah. like like if <laughs> yeah, John if, if 
if John and George had lived, like they probably would have done like some like funky mm-hmm. late nineties post Soviet Union. Yeah. I would have loved reunion. to hear them do something like in the like 90s. Happy End in the late eighties. Yeah. yeah, I know that. Um, I know that Paul kind of started the beef first, the very public beef between him and John oh, when yeah. um. So too many, many pe- people. Too, too many people. Practice. Yeah, yeah. Too many people. He wrote that, that was and he. Your first mistake. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then John came. How do you back sleep at, at night? How do you sleep at night? Which is which is really the, biting. That's I was going to really... say. How do you sleep at night outside of like rap diss tracks? Is mm-hmm. probably like the most biting. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. and maybe you're so vain by Carly Simon. It just but, like, always right. made me sad because there's very high quality, like I don't know, 35 millimeter footage of him recording that, and like Phil Spector's in the wasn't George there? And it's so sad seeing George playing guitar on it you know it's like i know paul was kind of a dick uh right. too big for his britches in the beatles mm-hmm. you know but like seeing two of the beatles ganging up on him especially george who's like the peaceful like you know spiritual one yeah well i like like i remember reading a story about george and ringo hearing it and just being like hearing the final mix and just looking at john and being like yeah no i think i read it. one time ringo was doing stuff with them and for one song about how much they hate paul mccartney and and ringo at one point said i can't do this john like yeah. this is too far for me i can't do this to paul because i mean like john and paul were like very competitive friends and that was that was their whole thing yeah. like like i was reading about uh, coincidentally, I was reading about Strawberry Fields Forever mm-hmm. the other week, and Melotron. John John felt that Paul always tried to sabotage the songs that he wrote mm-hmm. in post. Huh. That was how he felt around that time period. So John never loved the final mix of Strawberry Fields because, like, we I I had texted you about this. Yeah, we, they, that great video. About they split. Yeah, they it, yeah. they split two takes of it. Mm-hmm. There's the one take with the Mellotron, and they literally switch fucking octaves into the court, yeah, the first right. chorus. They slow down a little bit. Yeah, and and um, you know, in my opinion, that's one of the most iconic Beatles songs. One of the most iconic songs. I was listening yeah. just the other day. It's it's a beautiful song, and John hated the yeah. final mix. Right, and he and he always pinned it on Paul trying to sabotage mm-hmm. him. Did you guys ever go through your rebellious shithead days where you? started like saying the Beatles were shit and they were overrated I never got there no I never did that in high school that's how I was it took me a while to get into the Beatles Mm -hmm. Um, it took me a while to get into classic rock air quotes um, because my parents listened to it so much your parents have a great taste in music I grew up hating Led Zeppelin Mm -hmm. now Led Zeppelin's one of my all time favorite bands like Mm -hmm. um, but I like because it was just all my parents listened to Led Zeppelin fucking foreigner yeah and yeah i know foreigner. you're getting a little yeah, yeah. yeah. no i know on that one yeah but i know <laughs> i can understand that though because like as a as a child you want to form your own opinions right and there's those things where like you're kind of before what you know opinions are like yeah you're, like five or six mm-hmm. and it's like that's why i really like the beach boys when i was a kid but but like my dad listened to a lot of jazz music and a lot of country music your and dad has a refined intellectual taste in music yeah it's weird too yeah. because like he, he doesn't jazz a lot he doesn't posture himself like Has your dad that. ever done heroin? I, w- I hope. That's what was so cool about the jazz <laughs> days. Everyone was doing fucking smack. But it took me forever to really get into jazz. Like, not like traditional jazz. Like, I can do like fucking big band Glenn Miller. Yeah. But, but like to get into like things like Weather Report mm-hmm. oh, that my dad yeah. was super into or Spyro Gyra or shit like you ever that. You listen to Lounge Lizards? 
Yeah, John yeah, Lurie's yeah. band. Yeah. yeah, you made you made me listen to them. They're pretty good. But but that and then like I had completely shut off because my dad listened to all of that like '90s podunk country bullshit, yeah. which I'm still not a fan of. But like Garth I had, Brooks was like the only '90s that my dad loved music, Garth Brooks country music. I yeah. let slide. Out. But I enjoy me some Garth Brooks. But I I just and he really like banged the first Dixie Chicks record. Mm. And like Shania Twain, they spoke ill of mm. President Bush, and that's why yeah. But that was before that. It was like good. It was like wide open spaces and good eye. Goodbye, Earl. Know your place, your country band. Know your place, bitches. Uh, <laughs> but cunts. But like that. That like because of that. Uh, not until really late in life did I get into like any country music. So like I shut myself off from like yeah. Towns Van Zant and Willie Nelson and stuff like that for years. It took you a long time to get get around. Uh, I've been telling you listening for seven years. Yeah, you always do that. You I've, do the thing where it's like, oh, Tristan, I'm really into this thing right now. And then you go, oh, yeah, that was my thing five years ago. I yeah, hate it now. It, <laughs> no, no, I'll never hate Tom's Van it's, it is. I've never really been Best able song to get writer. into country music at all. It's, it's my all-time favorite genre. I've, uh, like, there's some, like, really old stuff. Like, mm. Johnny Cash is probably as country as I'll really get. Everyone likes Johnny Cash. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's some, like, old, like... Really old, like you should listen to Towns Van Zandt. What's his name? Um, fuck, what's that guy's name? Like Hank Snow, Hank uh, Williams, he, yeah, Waylon, Willie, no, well, the boys. This, some Willie's good too. Merle Guthrie. Oh, Woody Guthrie. Guthrie. Oh, Woody oh, yeah. Guthrie. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. old folk days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah, that's that's that's, folk. that's the kind of stuff that I can get into. Oh, no, Woody Guthrie's great, and his son Arlo Guthrie, who was mm-hmm. back in the hippie days, he can get whatever you want. You know, that was his restaurant. I was thinking this is the longest cold open we've ever done. By the way, um, this might turn into a behind the stable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was thinking about back in um, probably my worst phase of music obsession because my first obsession was Elvis Presley. Uh huh. Which we'll get to that later in the podcast. Okay. Because I have some hot takes about Elvis currently. Oh, very um, nice. And then I, my, actually, I love his hair. Yeah. As a barber. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, my second obsession was the Beatles. And then after that, it was many small obsessions. Tiny Tim, shit like that. The, the Probably, it's not cringe, but one of the most boring... Um, you guys might get mad at me for this. Uh-oh. My most boring phase was probably like the Hate Ashbury music that I was really into, like in ninth, uh, eighth grade, okay. like Janis Joplin yeah. and like Love and Spoonful, Take Can Heat, Can yeah, like Heat. Stuff. I will say this: no, Can Heat rules. No, no, and they're good bands. I'll throw out Jimi Hendrix there too. I'm sorry, guys, yeah. but it's it was it, floor elevators. It was very white. <laughs> it, it was like white bread, <laughs> strawberry it, alarm clock. Yeah, it's white bread music. Oh, for sure. I mean, there's like like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Like yeah. uh, the um, band. Oh, I love the band. What's I her? love the band. They're great Americana. Right Sh- there. Sharon Tate's obsessed Fuck. with uh, Paul Revere and the Raiders. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Sharon Tate. <laughs> Dude, what if she was a Grundle and her name was? Sh- what if they stabbed her in the ass and her name was Sharon Tate? Fucking intro. <laughs> Welcome to the Horse House. I'm your host Tristan Horse. Back at you again for episode 32 of Up in the Horse House. After uh, a bit of a hiatus, I've been in a bit of a hole lately. Uh, I was thinking about a going a, a gay hole. Uh, I was uh, the man kind of hole where the duty comes out of. And, um, you know, I was going to talk about it on the podcast, but I decided not to. Why not? I mean, you know, it's not like I'm transparent with everything. Uh, I am. That's a joke. Um, 55-inch asses. If you have one, I'll clean it out for you with my tongue if you don't have toilet paper. So, yeah, we're not going to go into it. Very low point in my life. I'm still pretty sad, but it'll be okay. I know someone who measures asses if you ever want to have them on the show. Yes, sir. We will give them a call. My people will be in... Essentially, I'd like to meet us, Taylor Warren Zevon, very underrated. 
everyone only knows Werewolves of London. I love Warren. His, Not first, even, his second album, Excitable Boys, one of the best albums of all. Carmelita is his best song. Carmelita, yeah, it's from his first album. I love in that song, Werewolves of London, when they go, Sweet Home exactly. Alabama. And then they start, start uh, singing about uh, drinking whiskey out the bottle and thinking about tomorrow. Singing yep. Sweet Home Alabama all summer long. Yep. Welcome to Horse House. I'm your host, Tristan Horse. Back at you again for episode 32 after a bit of a hiatus. Uh, please excuse me. I'm sorry. Um, during those dark times in my life, um, by uh, by the way, I am getting a little better. I'm not having suicidal thoughts anymore. Uh, but I appreciate all the people who reached out uh, with very kind messages. Most of the messages being, where's the podcast? Uh, where's the new episode? Uh, kill yourself. Um, but to all those people who reached out for personal reasons, I really appreciate it. And to all those people who I pulled in talking to about all my problems with i really appreciate it i also appreciate um, uh the people that harassed me to no end when i took over the pod the podcast twitter the, the podcast time. twitter um <laughs> has never received more likes though than when steven was in charge so i want to let, let steven have the keys a little longer i still have it i still maintain it a little bit but uh one, one day I'll try to log in and the uh, the locks will be changed, but yeah. until then. Yeah. Episode 32, Welcome to Horse House. Welcome to Horse House. I'm your host, Tristan Horse. I'm joined here with two friends of mine. Um, Hi, I'm Johnny. The Horse House is a podcast. What a magnificent podcast! But um, but um, Tristan tries to suck himself off, but it's a magnificent podcast. What a magnificent podcast! All right, hey, I'm Steven. Do you not know that song? Do you not listen to Black Midi? Is that you ever heard of Black Midi? Black Keys, the White Keys. No, Black Midi. They're pretty cool. Like a keyboard man. Don't know. They're 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 this like English band. We've had like a three week hiatus. It's okay. I missed you. I missed you too. No, I'm saying that because it could have been a little better. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> I I didn't know if we were ever gonna do the podcast again, and I really haven't like like not to talk about my emotional problems, but I haven't really been in a creative headspace. Yeah. So. I mean, uh, this quarantine, this pandemic, this pandemic. Air Heavy quotes, air quotes. Um, yeah. It has a lot of, even uh, no matter if you're worried about it or not, it has totally decimated the mental state of every person in the United States. Absolutely. Yeah. I shaved my head in a panic yeah. attack. Yeah. And I, I made falafel today. I heard I about that. It's very Middle Eastern house. of you. Maybe you can do the intro to the viral audio clip of the week. I'll try. Yeah. It's just going to sound like um, Dalir Mendy. Tunak, tunak, tune. By the way, Rudy's not here. Uh... I kind of sprung it on everyone that we we're doing a podcast. It's I, I I thought I didn't know we'd start the podcast this soon, um, so I guess Rudy didn't really have time to um, prepare. He let me know uh, the reason why he can't be here is because he's suffering from a bit of a bad case of phimosis right now. Uh, for all of you uncut mongrels out there who do not want to go to heaven, phimosis is when the foreskin is too tight and you can't 
you can't peel it down the head of the penis. Couldn't be me, fam. And so Rudy's having that problem currently, and we wish him the best. He's pounding benzos. Um, He's pounding barbiturates. DM me. DM me. DMT. uh, DM me, and I'll send you his address, and you guys can send him Tampax and pads and stuff. Maybe a pair of forceps for his foreskin. On the the Twitter page. (laughs) Yes, sir. Uh, Um, He also, he's been threatening us a lot about it like he said don't tell him about my foreskin problems or i will ha- he's a hacker and he will well, he will hack into the horse house twitter account and start to say the n-word well and- rudy does, <laughs> well rudy does not listen to the podcast so yeah we, we honestly don't the have only to worry time about he it. hears it is when he's in the studio with us so we wish rudy and he, and he wipes it from his database yeah yeah we we we, we wish woody a merry christmas a very merry christmas and we wish him a speedy recovery from his famosis Hopefully his girlfriend is helping him out with this. Hackus. Um, Hackus. And also, we wish Rudy that. We also wish a happy belated birthday to Mr. James Woods. Oh. Uh, James, we're all such big fans of you. We've really grown together on this podcast. We've grown up together, if you will. We had a lovely uh, discussion after we freed you from uh, Patriot Jail. From from Patriot Jail, exactly. So uh, may God bless and keep you always. May your wishes all come true. May you always do for others and let others do for you. May you build a ladder to the stars and climb on every rung. And may you stay forever young. Mr. James Woods, happy birthday. Oh, that was beautiful. So one of the reasons why we're here in the horse house today recording in person, by the way, um, six feet apart, six feet apart. Johnny and uh, I both brought safety masks. Just yeah. So the front yeah. in the front of my pants is six and a half inches uh, apart from my pubis uh, because I am very horny. Uh, we are all wearing face masks. Steven, you're going to get really hot. Um, we all face masks. I couldn't find a face mask because they're, they're so scarce. But I do have a pair of 4XL panties I bought off a woman on um, on OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're a little crusty, but it's the pussy kind of crust. Mm-hmm. So it's like the sexy, good-tasting crust. Uh, the, the taste that kind of gets in the back of your throat. You know like, what I mean? Like the stuffed crust of uh, 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 Underloom's uh, crust. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Crust the, first. The podcast, I didn't know we'd be here this soon, but I was going through my old PC last night. Um, looking Remember for, those commercials with John Hodgman and Justin yeah, Long? Very funny. Uh, <laughs> I'm a Mac and I'm a PC. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. I am a Mac and I am a PC. <laughs> I was looking at looking for a picture of me with brian wilson that johnny happens to be in yes i did i successfully found it's very low quality but yeah. uh but it's a picture of all all of us smiling with mr brian wilson there's also a girl in that that i dated for like a couple of weeks i remember her <laughs> yeah her Fuck name was steven horse <laughs> yeah uh, it was steven in drag um and uh wouldn't be the first won't be the last along with that photo i found i i was keeping a diary in 2011 when i was a ninth grader that in rules. high school and, when we um, met, that's when we met. When we met, you're mentioned briefly, not by name, but um, something that was happening to us at the time. You should, you should read that, and I'll cry. No, it's nothing sentimental. It's just me talking about what happened that day. No, it's um, okay. I'll still cry. I haven't taken my medicine in like three days. <laughs> okay, so we're starting at November seventh, two thousand eleven. I was fourteen wow. at the time. Um, this is replacing Andy Warhol's diaries. So, to all you guys who hate Andy Warhol, to all you homophobes out there. Uh, you're about to listen to a a different diary from a different homo. And now it's time for Tristan Horse's diary. Here we go. Nay. And, and I think I was writing this because I wanted to publish it. I'm pretty sure that's that's what it was. Oh, it's gonna be flowery. So yeah. Um, Were you going to read it aloud on um, Manga Monday? 
Stop. Manga, Mon- Ma- manga Monday was a show I had on YouTube where I reviewed manga. I- I'll post a link to it on a Please on Twitter. Do. Yeah, Chibi Tristan. Um, Ch- Chibi Tristan was the name of my yeah. Uh, November seventh, two thousand eleven. Th- this this is quite long, but we're gonna get some laughs out of it. Oh yeah. November seventh, two thousand eleven. Today at school, during TV production class, we all got to do a fake school news report. Most of my fellow students were terrible, and they couldn't read off the teleprompter to save their life. But me, on the other hand, your humble narrator did a fantastic job. I made the viewer feel like a beautiful woman. I read off that teleprompter so smooth, it was great. Me and Justin, in parentheses, Justin is one of my best friends. We've been friends for over 10 years, end of parentheses, want to sign up to the real newscast. It's also homecoming week at school, so that means that each day there's a theme. And say if that day's theme is Country Western Day, that means that you dress up like a cowboy or something. So today was If You Really Knew Me Day. What the hell? Of course I didn't dress out, because I'm not stupid. I saw some ethnic girl, olive skin, wearing a nice... (laughs) (laughs) Olive skin, in parentheses. I need it. Wearing a nice dress and a blonde wig. I guess if you really knew her, you'd you'd find out that she's really a well-dressed, blonde-headed girl. What even? There was, As if. There was also an Asian girl wearing like some sort of white angel-like dress. I have no idea what she's trying to say. Maybe that she's an angel? Oh my heavens, an actual angel goes to my school. Cool. Seventh heaven. What, get, time out. Johnny, where were you in December of 2011? 2011? Eating pussy in a ditch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, so that's... That was ten years after I graduated high school, so... Uh, I... Oof. Uh, who knows, man? I was probably high somewhere. Hell yeah. <laughs> Go off, pimp. <laughs> Sipping on some goddamn scissors. Sipping on some jizz and juice. <laughs> <laughs> on my way to third period, I saw her. Oh, my sweet baby Jesus, what a looker. Right when I saw her, I said under my breath, Oh, Christ. Parentheses, of course I wasn't blaspheming Jesus. I was simply talking to him. <laughs> there she was, my newest crush. I see her every day in the hallway and at lunch. I've never talked to her. All I know is that she is in the ninth grade, likes the Beatles, and is at least six feet tall. There she, she goes. She wasn't at school on Friday, so I thought that she was dead. Oh, <laughs> and she was late to lunch today, so I thought she switched lunches. Oh, gosh. That would be so bad. But thank heaven she finally came. Right when I saw her, I said, oh, Christ. She came. Again, Jesus helps me. Oh, and her name is Her last name is the name of a certain Muslim city formerly known as Yathrib. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? Did you look that up? <laughs> I was learning about it in world history class. I actually didn't know her name up until a couple of days ago. It ends up she's one of my friend's friends on Facebook. And she, she looks like a who from Whoville. I really want to talk to her. I can usually go up to anyone and talk to them, but I'm afraid of her for some reason. She once sat at my table during lunch. She didn't know anyone who was sitting there. I wish I liked her then. I could have talked to her. Damn. I mean, I gotta talk to her sometime. How else would she fall in love with me and eventually marry me? Girls usually aren't into me, though. Well, at least the ones that I actually have feelings for. I still like feelings. I've had feelings for feelings for over a year now. There'll be more about her later. But I think we've had our run. She knows I like her, but I don't think she likes me. Although she did like me last December, but I wasn't aware and totally missed my window. And there's also 
I met her on Facebook through Justin. We finally met in real life a couple of weeks ago. I used oh. to like her. I used to also like her. She also likes me, but doesn't know that I don't like her anymore. <laughs> and oh, there's also J. <laughs> I, I, I met her on the first day of school. She's a senior. She likes me, but I don't like her. So there's this love square. Oh God! What if something does happen with an? But Alexis will still think I like her and get mad at me for starting something with her. And what if I do start something with an? And Felix actually does like me. Oh God! There's no way out of here. Maybe I just shouldn't care though. But I'm too nice. Damn my my niceness. I got friends, and that's a fact. Like Agnes, Agatha, Jermaine, and Jack. Um, she uh. The person, um, the person who liked me last December in this, um, uh, sad. Is this getting um, cut for the podcast? Uh, <laughs> um, November eleventh, two thousand eleven. I support not praying in school. As a Christian, is that bad? I mean, praying is awesome, but you have to think. There's a whole lot of different religions in school, and we have to respect them. Although I don't support them taking away the moment of silence. Fascist bastards. Yesterday at school, on the way to lunch, I noticed. M- walking up the stairs to a classroom i thought i was going to die she goes to second lunch now oh good god in heaven no i go to the lunchroom staying with christian parentheses christian is also one of my best friends we've been through a lot together and to parentheses in line thinking, he's speaking in metaphors <laughs> thinking maybe possibly she just walked her friend to class I was looking around frantically, contemplating suicide but then suddenly she appeared right there like always thank christ I was going to talk to her, but I got nervous, so I didn't. I actually have no idea what I'm going to say to her. Actually, I do. Here's the rundown. This is written like a script now. The rundown. Me. This may sound weird, but do I know you? This is in my mind, by the way. I I, I wrote this down as a what I would say to her. Can mm-hmm. I can I do the other? Uh, no, <laughs> I was thinking about doing that. No, uh, me. This may sound weird, but do I know you? Her. Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, no, I don't think so. Me. Oh, well, you look really familiar. I see you around the school a lot. Maybe it's just that. Her. <laughs> oh, yeah. Me. Say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> me. Say. Do you know Cat Stevens? Her. Personally? Um, no, I don't. Um. Me. No, I, I oh, don't. S- stop it. <laughs> me. How about Donovan? Her. No, I don't know him either. Me. Oh, well, they're great musicians. Do you like music? Her, yeah. Me, well, since we know each other now, how about tomorrow I give you a list of musicians and bands you have to listen to? Her, <sighs> that'll be cool. Me, okay, cool. We'll see you tomorrow. So, yeah, that's Fuck my plan. Mixtape? I know she likes the Beatles and whatnot, so I'm going to put that on the list. So then she'll like be like, OMG, I love the Beatles. And that will be when we become best friends. <laughs> now let's just hope that she's, she says all the things I, that I plan on her saying. Today's Veterans Day, so that means there's no school. It's a cool 65 degrees, sunny and basically just amazing. And how do I spend this nice day? Go for a walk? Ride my bike? Hell no. I surf the internet while listening to NPR. Life is good. Oh my god. Elizabeth Warren for president. <laughs> I might go on a bike ride. It's 3.22 p.m. I was thinking today, the war on terror is one of the most pointless wars in American history. <laughs> oh, black pill, go off. It's the equivalent of raging a war on shark bites. Our troops are fighting people wearing ban- bandanas over their faces and <laughs> who live in caves. 
<laughs> what even is this? My friend Shara told me that the troops will be out there out of there by winter 2011. I'm not buying it. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I didn't put a date on here. It's now 2012. Okay. In the year of our Lord, 2012, on the 13th of January, whilst at school, I finally talked to the girl whom which I have been trying to court. Last night, on the 12th of, Dece- of January, I auditioned for a one-act play. So did Emily. This one-act play is when Stephen and I met. Uh, it was a production of Bolt Soprano. I play the fire chief. By Eugene Ionesco. Yes. Um, so today, I thought that it would be a splendid idea to ask her if she got the part she was auditioning for to break the ice. Here's how the conversation went whilst her and I were talking from the personal fitness area of school. She was alone, walking next to me. Me. So did you get the part? Emily. No. It's total suck, too. I believe that's what she said. Me. Oh, why? Well, I mean, Emily, I offended Michael. Parentheses. Michael is the Vietnamese homo... (laughs) Parentheses. Michael is the Vietnamese homosexual king of the drama kids. He's putting on a play called Rainbow. Me. How? What? How? Someone told me to talk during the audition. Michael's play is a pantomime. No talking. Me. Ah, I see. That's okay. At least you had fun. Yeah, I guess. Me. Say, do I know you? You look familiar. Yeah, I sat at your table during lunch at the beginning of the year. Parentheses. Here's when my guilt set in. I know sat at my table during lunch. No one talked to her. Still to this day, I feel bad. Me, oh yeah, oh gosh, I'm so sorry I didn't say anything to you. M- that's fine. Me, oh good, we both stop. Well, my name's Tristan. M- my name's M- I almost reached out my arm to shake her hand, but I felt that would be too weird. Suddenly, to my surprise, M- reaches out her hand and I shake it. Oh, shit. She looked really happy while doing it. She was genuinely happy. I mean, she engaged the handshake for cripe's sake. Me, well, bye. M- bye. And so, friends, that this concludes the most exciting moment of my whole entire life. During this whole period of personal fitness, quote, go talk to her, it's Friday, don't wait the whole weekend, do it now, resounded in my head. And as you just read, I did do it. I talked to her. And now I can live happily ever after. And now, and now you're married with five kids. <laughs> but now five giant children. Five giant adult children. Half Cuban, half white. You keep going to the local strip club and cruising for strange just to feel anything anymore. But now arises the problem of talking to her some more without being a totally annoying imbecile. I suppose I'll go with the subtle route of just asking her if she's familiar with Cat. I was I had I, I was really into Cat Stevens. That Yusuf time. is on one. Yeah, he just goes like Yusuf now. Okay, there's only two more pages left. Let's pause ten seconds for station identification. What? Let's talk about relationships, shall we? Ooh, Phoenix. Remember her? No. Well, as you very well may know, I have had feelings for her for almost a year and a half now. Last summer, she told me that she used to have a crush on me resulting in me going to a deep, dark depression for around 48 hours. Well, lately, she's really been on me, talking to me and such, and, well, she told me that she does actually have feelings for me. And, well, she She actually never stopped. Okay, so what do I say? When she told me this, she was in a relationship with a jock who stands at about 5'7". I guess he's the bee's knees. And so just yesterday, she broke up with this petite jock. And now all I can think of is her desire to want to date me. Okay, this is epic. Oh, God. 
first off, I don't want to date her now. And second, well, there is no second reason. I still have feelings for her, despite them sort of going away about two months ago when I last made an entry. I would love to court her. I think she's really quite grand, but, uh, well, she's sort of mean to others, something that I'm not. See, I love everyone. And, <laughs> and well, she doesn't. That right there is a problem. But I can work over that. I mean, say we go to a movie, like she has planned to do tomorrow, and maybe perhaps she tries to kiss me. And, well, I'll respond and make out hardcore with her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is epic. My wildest dreams will come true, and I will end up not regretting anything. Absolutely nothing. I'll be a real man. What if she goes to the movies with me and turns herself into a pickle? <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a... Nothing has changed with our relationship slash battle to live. She still thinks... <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Was she trying to kill me? So much teen angst. She, she still thinks I have feelings for her and that someday I will probably court her. And well, sadly, she's wrong. Poor girl, I have no feelings for her at all. Oh, poor girl. Oh, and, and there's... You remember her? Well, praise be to Jesus, she has gotten a boyfriend whom which she truly likes a lot. And lately, I've been hanging out with her at school. All is well. That's it. That's, that was great. Wow. Was that good podcast material? That I, I was enthralled. That was otherworldly. It, it's a is that one girl who was dating the petite jock. You know, she told me in that diary entry, you know, I'm single and I like you. And I said, Tristan, why didn't you fucking take that opportunity? Right? Yeah. Jeez, you know, Tristan, that would have saved you um, literally 10 years of depression. I used to write uh, secret admirer letters mm -hmm. to girls in like middle school. And this one time I was like, I gave this girl and I was like, hey, somebody gave me this note to give to you. Mm. And she just looked at me, didn't take it and just goes, I don't do the whole secret admirer thing. And I was like, oh, that was the last one I wrote. <laughs> that's, I don't even think that's a thing anymore, secret admirers. Not even when I was in high school. I think you were like the last leg of that probably that that, yeah. that moment in history. Yeah, because there's no text messaging. Exactly. You know, back yeah. Then. Yeah. Back then, you guys had um, Western just, Union telegrams. I had a beeper. Did you really? I had a beeper in, in middle school. So what is it? What is it? Beeper. It was like one beep mean call me. Two beep means uh, I'm dead. Like, no. What, what usually, is, usually what it would be is it would beep and then it would just be a phone number. Okay. Um, Saying like call me. Yeah. Okay. So you just would find a pay phone. Huh. And hey, there's still one on Wawa. At uh, Wawa, yeah, and, yep. and there's an official sign on it. It's not handwritten. It says yeah. this phone booth still works. Yeah, yeah. It's wild. Speaking of telegrams, do you guys know that 20 million telegrams are sent every year still? Really? Like Western Union telegrams? Huh. You can probably send cash one, advances. You can send one to well, Kiev yeah. for twenty dollars, and they'll have wild. it the next day. That's pretty wild. You can send yeah. a telegram to anyone you want, hmm. and they'll deliver it to a house. Telegram. Somebody shows up. I got a telegram here. Telegram Sam, you're my main man. A little T Rex for you guys. Mm, Love T Rex. Mark Bolin. That's a that's a um, Mark Mullen. I've I, I've loved a lot of musicians and bands, and I've fallen out of love with them. T Rex was never a band I fell out of love with. Same. I I love T Rex until I'm fucking dead. Yeah, I. That's another one my parents really liked a lot. Yeah, yeah you're, I've talked I to your mom about that. Mark Bolin and yeah. stuff. Just fantastic. So like good. it's like cosmic glam rock. Another guy you know? who knew when to quit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, when his when his wife crashed that car and he died. Oh. Yeah. Rest of paradise. He was only like twenty eight too. Oh. They, yeah, um, it's really on the twenty seven club. It's really unfortunate because his wife 
He's got to hang out with all the losers that died when they were 20. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you can't even go to the cool yeah, ones. Yeah, exactly. I wish I could hang out with Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. And, um, Dude, but, Janis Joplin scores Primo Coke. He was always afraid. <laughs> Mama Cass has all the best food. <laughs> she has all the best sandwiches lodged in her throat. You know, Mama Cass lost like 150 pounds before she died. I don't yeah, believe it. She died a thin woman. Yeah, and I, I didn't did. see it. And I don't think she choked on a ham sandwich like everyone says she did. She did. Is that true? It's... <laughs> Everything she also got her haircuts at the dentist. Yeah. Stupid fat bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but I, like, I'm tired of being skinny. It's, yeah. time to, it's time to get at it. That's why she choked. She was just slamming just it into her fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> she thought that kilo of coke. <laughs> she thought the kilo of coke was a delicious ice cream sandwich. Well, mm. is that is that how Janis Joplin died? She, didn't she accidentally take pure coke? No, she, she, she <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it, that was she alcohol. Went, uh, she, was it alcohol? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She that bitch would drink like bottles. Did she drown, in the, did she really? drown in the bathtub? Oh, yeah. no, no, she just Jim uh, Jim Jimmy Neutron. Jim Jim Morse died in the bathtub. Jimmy yeah. Neutron died. Supposedly all jerking off. I don't know if that's true though. Oh, I'm I mean, sure that's not true. He was pretty big when he died. He was probably just yeah, jerking off. He had, off he had coke bloat and alcoholism bloat. Yeah, dude, and everything bloat. And uh, Mama, big, Cos, Mama Cass, a uh, big rotisserie chicken from <laughs> Sam's Club. <laughs> <low. laughs> I'm about 11 years late on Breaking Bad. Oh, you or, just started watching? I just it? now started watching it. it. Yeah, and make uh, sure you don't spoil anything. I've been yeah, walking on it. I'm, I'm on episode yeah. two, season three. Right he doesn't now, doesn't know anything that happens. Um, gotcha. Yeah, uh, I a couple episodes ago is when Walt has to watch that junkie bitch OD, and I'm not talking about Carrie Fisher on December 27, 2016. But, uh, <laughs> Fart yourself, you motherfucker. <laughs> Fart yourself. But, uh, you know, that was a hard scene to watch, watching Christian Ritter vomit just, into her let's throat. Let's just say Walter White did not trust the bee in apartment 23. But that's the second time you said that joke. Uh, I'll give you a horse. It's a great show, though. Um, it's a fantastic show. Um, Patrick, who's been on the podcast, a.k.a. Papa Cecilia, mm-hmm. he has, um, for about seven years, he has been telling me to watch Breaking Bad, and I always said no. Vince Gilligan? Vince Gilligan, yeah, writer-producer, yeah. and um, also The X-Files, mm-hmm. I think like the early seasons of The X-Files. There's a, sorry, go ahead. And Patrick was always telling me to watch Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but in high school when Breaking Bad was still very popular, all of the Breaking Bad fans had a certain look and smell to them. And it was kind of like a Rick and Morty kind of thing. Where you like really they, like they might kinda... make a half-in-the-bag movie review. That's Fuck you for that. Um, and uh, Those guys look sweaty, and those are the people that like Breaking Bad, like me you and you. To, Mike Stocklassa and Jay Bauman are not like us at all. They are intellectuals, and they are handsome and clean, and do not smell like grandmother's clothes dance yourself clean um, you have to kind of block out fandom sometimes and mm-hmm. so with breaking oh, bad yeah. breaking bad i had to wait for the cringe to settle mm-hmm. and then i went in and i've been loving every second of it the cinematography is great oh it's beautiful the editing's made. great the writing's mm-hmm. great and the it's it's you know this is a little pretentious i mean it's shot on film yeah and you have that film grain all the time and absolutely especially like in the lower lighting scenes it's film grain mm-hmm. everywhere and uh no i'm very impressed and it's one of the only shows where i can say where every single character is played so well by the actor yeah I have friends that like hate Anna Gunn. Even the Goofy Son does a great job. Oh yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. Like, and I son. and I have to say, like, um, I'm Walt Jr. Did you know that uh, Ryan Johnson? Um, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. I was oh, gonna say. Go ahead, um, Tristan. You you're not gonna like this. Um, he directs an episode of Breaking Bad. He directs three. It, it, how, well, how well does he subvert my expectations in the episode? The Fly might be my favorite episode of Breaking Bad. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's such a good episode. Yep. And then Oz, Ozymandias. Oh, he does direct Ozzy. Yeah, yeah. What about yeah. Mandy? Mandy, st- Mandy? Uh, directed by Panos Cosmatos. Cheddar Goblin. Yeah. No, but but uh, right. I'm I'm happy that you're here, and I don't. Is want a to purple-haired spoil Laura yeah. Dern in it to speak down to men? <laughs> oh wait, fuck! No. I don't know why you hate Laura Dern. No, I love Laura Dern. Yeah, those eyes are so close and beautiful. Her eyes are so close together and beautiful. I love that girl. Uh, yeah, no, Breaking Bad's fantastic. It is good. Uh, man. It's yeah. really good. Uh, although I, I keep saying I think Aaron Paul should have been played by Chris Hardwick. I think that would have been a lot better. Uh, <laughs> you know, he Jesse wasn't Pinkman supposed to been. survive the first season. Yeah, I've heard yeah. that. I forgot who told I think Rudy may have told me that. Yeah, yeah but I've mm-hmm. really been enjoying it. Um, Brian Cranston's fantastic. Yeah, he he's, really is. Yeah. But it just sucks because I, I can't make like funny Breaking Bad jokes on Twitter right now because I'm so late. I mean, just do yeah, it. I am so... Because I already made a couple and no one's biting. Yeah. It's, it's, it's good because it's it's... It's so out of date. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, my new my new joke is just saying, "Have you guys heard of a show called Breaking Bad?" And the whole house just falls, and people love that joke. Because Tristan's eleven years old. It's a funny joke. I've been, yeah. It's a great, it's a great show. It's a great bit. It's a great joke. You're a great yeah. man. You, you, king. Uh, two more compliments from you guys. One each. I like your body. Fifty pounds down, Stephen. Um, come on, man! Come on! Come on! Come on! Come on! We'll go to the next hips. segment. Birthing hips. All right, thank you. It's me, Jason Statham. I'm in, I'm, I'm in the Crank movies. The two best movies of all time. Crank two crank, high voltage. You listen to Crank films. Listen here, Tristan Horse. Hey, that's not bad. I was in the Crank films. Hey, you gotta take a. Battery and shove it up my ass. Is that South England? Uh, he's. He's it's definitely like Cockney, kind of. Is Cockney North or South England? South. South. Is, that's yeah, that's what I thought. South, yeah. All right. You guys want to do voicemails? It's time for voicemails. Let's voice it up. We have four. Uh, um, hey guys. Tristan Horse here, editing the podcast on, um, oh, what is it? April 21st at 10 56 p.m. Uh, listen. I have to apologize. <laughs> I've been having to edit the horse nays and the farts and all those things in post because um, there was some fucky fucky with my settings when we recorded this. And even though we heard what was being played off the computer, uh, it, it was not picked up by uh, Audacity, the program that I uh, record on. I've been recording some music on my computer, and I was fucking with the settings, and that's probably why. Uh, so, listen, I know last episode's voicemails weren't on there, because my Wi-Fi was down, and I'm sorry, but uh, today's episode, the episode that you're listening to right now, also will not have uh, voicemails. So I apologize uh, profusely. We will have a double helping of voicemails on uh, next Monday's episode. Monday, fuck it. You're going to be listening to this on Wednesday, let's face it. All right. Sorry so much. Uh, I, 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 I really do apologize. Uh, but, you know, Frank left a really good voicemail for Rudy that we did play on the last episode, uh, on this episode. And uh, it'll be good that Rudy will actually be able to hear it since he had his uh, famosis outbreak. Uh, okay, stay safe. So uh, tra- uh, Practice social distancing. It's really important that you do. Uh, we got a hashtag flatten the curve. We have hashtag 15 days. 
So uh, please do that. Or don't. I could really use a second stimulus check. Uh, I've been going crazy with with my, my, my money that I received from the U.S. government. I've always railed against the U.S. government. Uh, I'm not railing. I'm not railing at, uh, towards them now. On them now. I'm not railing on them. I'm not doing rails now with the government. I love the government. Please, more money, President Trump and IRS and uh, Chuck Chuck Schumer. Uh, yeah. So no voicemails today. I'm very sorry. Uh, I will keep adding the horse nays in post uh, since those were not picked up either. There's also some ains and fart noises, but I, I didn't add those in because I, I don't feel like it. I'm tired. Ah, maxed out the Bowflex recently. I think I already talked about it on the podcast. Pretty proud of myself. Man, I tell you, I'm probably overdoing it. It leaves me sore for days afterwards. But, man, uh, pain is just weakness leaving the body. Quote me on that. Remember that because it's, it's real. Uh, don't live a sedentary lifestyle. You will die. Stay active, guys. Social distance. Stay at home as much as you can. Don't go to any public gatherings with more than two people in it. And practice safe sex. Uh, that has nothing to do with the coronavirus, but it's good that you do practice that. Uh, unless you want a child, I'm all for having children. I would like at least three myself someday. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, speaking of that girl who I was trying to court, it's 11 o'clock. Uh, who, who I wanted to introduce to Cat Stevens, like the Beatles, my diary entries. Uh, it's funny, we actually became pretty good friends uh, once we actually met each other and stuff. Uh, we've texted and stuff, actually. Like, we, we we were relatively close. We never hung out outside of school or anything. But uh, we we were close for a couple of years after that, and I even started dating her best friend uh, for a while. Uh, so, yeah, I don't talk to her anymore. Uh, she's doing something. I don't know. She's out. She's a Jehovah's Witness. I don't know. She, she might be dead by now uh, for wrong think or something. I don't know what they do over there. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, back to the next segment. God bless. He's an intellectual. He's actually the guy that groomed Rudy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that was uh, the horse house voicemails brought to you by... Uh, that's very funny. It's, it's a horse. Brought to you by Jewel Electronic Cigarettes. Uh, you can reach us at 321-323-9521. That's Cocoa Beach, Cocoa Beach Florida. Florida. 321-323-9521. Uh, thank you. it's time for our last segment uh, i have no viral audio clip of the week i have not been on twitter very much i have not been on any platform very much except for facebook uh so i don't know what's going on in the world at all is there a virus still is that st- are we still pretending that that's a big deal yes okay uh-huh. uh, so now it's time for johnny's crypto corner johnny hey what's up so uh, do something do something I got, funny i got some crypto corner stuff dance monkey dance here we go so uh, cryptocurrency has swung between highs of 9,000. Yeah, it's boy! It's over 9,000! And lows of 4,000. Yeah, boy! Read that, boy! Is that bad, Johnny? Since the start of March. Rent, and now, the thing is, is that that represents the most severe price violation since the market explosion. So. Read that, boy. <laughs> so, I mean... something funny about it. Listen, Dogecoin is up. Fucking Bitcoin is down. Mm-hmm. Fucking mm-hmm. 
dick coin mm-hmm. is all over the place. Mm-hmm. Now imagine that a Muslim man starts singing. Oh man, damn! I and was then, gonna say something important. And then this is what happens. Sing one of them, Stephen. That was you. You were more Muslim. That was more of like an operatic thing you did, Stephen. Uh, oh, hey guys, uh, Tristan here yet again. Uh, I didn't have a viral audio clip of the week when we recorded this. Uh, I couldn't find anything. I wasn't really on Twitter that much beforehand or anything. Uh, and then Puddle of Mud did a uh, some sort of serious XM live performance. Uh, I don't know anything about Puddle of Mud. I think they were banned in the '90s uh, with quite the following. And they did a cover of About a Girl by Nirvana, which is the most uh, overrated band of all time. Uh, So here is a section of their cover. Can you believe that? That's so crazy how bad they sound. Uh, and that was your Tristan's viral audio clip of the week. Thank you. Johnny, you a Bigfoot guy? Uh, um, I mean, I have fairly good-sized feet. That's not what I mean, dumbass, you oh. fucking moron. Oh, shit. You, you ever put toes in your mouth and suck on them? Not a, not a foot person, no. I don't, like, I don't like my feet being touched. I don't like touching other Tits people's feet. Tits or ass. Oh, come on. What are you, two? Uh, Mama's milkies, come yeah, on, baby. Nah, you gotta graduate to ass, and you graduate to feet, and then after the you graduate from feet, after you graduate from feet, as you get older, you graduate to the back of the knee. Ooh, That's the most tender part of a woman. The Victorians had it right, the ankle. Yeah, ankle. No, yeah, but you, you put a whole foot in your mouth, you suck on that thing. Like you put a whole mouth. foot in your mouth. <laughs> you, you ever done it before? Up to the ankle, <laughs> like yeah. an like a big old caiman crocodile. Yeah, I feel like a deep a Chinese king. <laughs> Bound feet joke. You know, bound feet. You know, oh. th- you know that was like the norm there because they like tiny feet in China. Was, you ever seen what a bound foot looks like? It, it doesn't Gross. look like a tiny foot. The toes are bent underneath yeah, the, the sole. Yeah, it's crazy. If you squint hard enough, you can jerk off to it. Um, and I guess they don't have to squint over there to jerk off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's, that's, happy coronavirus! Thanks oh. so much my, for listening. My f- most confused Kanye West song was "Bound Toes." Wait, I got another one. Uh, my the weirdest two live crew song was uh suck on them toes we don't love these hoes thank you good night first one was better bye i got kicked off a of noah's ark i turned my cheek to one kind remark that was two of everything but one of me and when the rains came tumbling down i held my breath and i stood my ground and i watched that ship go sailing out to sea Take it back, take it back
right dead. O-N-G, yeah, yeah, you'll do. Rock Elphstone, the black wind still moans. Sweet revenge, sweet revenge, without fail. I caught an seat on a plane. Teacher half insane Making up jokes about bicycles, boats, and red balloons So I called up my local DJ And he didn't have a lot to say But the radio has learned all of my favorite tunes Take it back, take it back Oh no, you can't say that All of my friends are not dead Black wind still moans. Sweet revenge, sweet revenge without fail. The white meter's on the run, and the dark meter's far too done. And the milkman left me a note yesterday. Get out of this town by noon. You're coming on way too soon. And besides that, we never liked you. Anyway, take it back, take it back. Oh no, you can't say that. All of my friends are not dead. ONG, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rock Elphstone, the black wind still moans. Sweet revenge, sweet revenge without fail. Sweet revenge, sweet revenge. We'll prevail without fail.